boy. So today's topic is does the squeaky wheel always get the grease? <laughs> so this topic came up because I was having a little bit of a martyr story that um, in a situation that I was in, I was being very like kind and loving and patient and not expecting very much, not being demanding at all. Let's put it that way. That's the perfect word for it. I wasn't being demanding. Whereas somebody else in the situation was being very demanding. And so she kept getting, like, it wasn't about getting attention, but it was about getting what she wanted. So she kept getting what she wanted because she was being very, very vocal, not very nice, um, getting upset the second she didn't get what she wanted. And so I watched it play out where all of these people were hustling to get this very demanding woman what she wanted. Whereas I'm just back there like, oh, it's fine. I'm fine. I'll wait. No big deal. And I ended up not getting, <laughs> not getting what I wanted. So um, Dash needed. And I really was very, very annoyed. And I came home and I started complaining to Gideon. But as you know, we did our call to action last week about turning complaints into requests. So I sat with that one for a minute. I really sat with that one for a minute. And I, I turned it around. And this is one of my favorite things to do with, especially for me, because my default setting can be martyr energy, which definitely in this case, like, no, it's okay. Y'all go ahead. I'm fine over here. I don't need anything. And then pissed about it when I don't get it, right? So... I like to turn things around and look at them from different angles. I know that most of us have been in this situation and maybe you're the one who's the squeaky wheel and you always get what you want. I worked in a restaurant. Oh boy, did I get to know these people. This is the person that's going to ask for her meal to be free if she doesn't get every single thing perfect. And you do. You try to give them everything perfect because you don't want to deal with it, which continues to enable that behavior. <clears throat> so the first question I asked myself was, where am I greasing the squeaky wheel? Think about that for a second. I want you to start here. I want you, and you can do this process with absolutely anything that is not working for you. Okay, I really feel like this is part of that call to action of shifting complaints into requests. So as you find yourself complaining about something, right, which in this case was me complaining that this other woman got what she wanted and I didn't, start asking questions that sort of flip it around. So when I asked the question, where am I greasing the squeaky wheel, there were several places in my life. I used to do it a lot more because, because the, the job I was working. I've had several different things I've done where I was constantly giving in to people's demands. And it almost feels like the ruder they were, the quicker I gave into it, just to not have to deal with it. So where am I doing something for someone that they don't necessarily deserve or have earned, but I'm doing it just to shut them up? 
So several things came up with that. Okay, you guys, we could be doing this with our kids. Any of you have a kid who is <clears throat> high maintenance, right? They're the kids you know if they don't get their way, they're gonna throw a big fit, so, so maybe you just hurry and give them their way. And then you got Mr. Nicey Nice over there who's just patiently waiting and he gets less. Now people don't want to admit this, but I want you to really, really look at this. Think about it at work. Do you have a coworker who is gonna make your life a living hell if they don't get their way, so you just keep giving them their way? Do you have a spouse or a partner in life who you cater to because they make it so horrible for you when they don't? Hmm? So then that's, that's part of the enabling cycle, right? And particularly enabling them to continue to act like that because the reality is as human beings, we work on incentivization. So if it works for them, they're incentivized to be demanding, to be a jerk about it. So that was the first thing I did is I turned it back around. Where am I doing that? And where have I done that in the past? And it was, it was really just with that little bit of turnaround. So that, so basically the turnaround question, not just for this situation, but for any situation that you are unhappy with for yourself is where have I done this? So you put yourself in that role of the person who's actually done the thing that bugs you. And what that does is it brings you some humility, it brings you some compassion and understanding, and you get deeper into the why. Why would somebody do that? Because when you're on the outside of it, it feels awful. But when you're the person who's inside of that scenario, who's trying to please someone in a business setting or relationship setting, all of a sudden it becomes understandable why you would do that, okay? So ask, again, this is not just about this specific situation, although is this situation not buggy? It really is, and we've all been there. But any situation, turning it around, where have I done that or where am I doing that? And as I'm speaking it out loud, I'm realizing that, and some of you have already recognized this, this is part of what Byron Katie does with what she calls the work, asking these specific questions. So once I saw where I'm doing it in my life and where I certainly have done quite a bit of it in my past, I started to kind of settle down about it. I started to be less triggered. I started to be more understanding. And from that place, I could then ask myself the question, how then do I get what I want and need without turning into someone I'm not? I'm not gonna be that raging, grouchy, demanding person who comes into a situation and steamrolls over everybody. That's not me. I couldn't do it if I tried. So then how am I going to choose something between, right, super aggressive, which is what we're talking about, or super passive, which is what I was being? Where am I gonna be assertive? And so I practiced with Gideon coming up with specific requests that I could make. Because in my case, 
this is somewhat of an ongoing situation in my life. So it was useful to come up with specific requests that I could make and, and specific conversations where I could calmly let the people involved know. So, you know, I understand, right? First, starting with acknowledgement and understanding. I understand why it's really tempting to give in to this demanding person. And I'm not, I can't stop you from doing that, but I do, I do want to let you know that I'm actually not okay with being ignored and dismissed when these situations come up. And I know that I've been very passive and I've acted like it didn't hurt my feelings, but the truth is, is that it really doesn't work for me. So I'm just letting you know that. And my request for next time would be blah, blah, blah. My request for next time would be that you take into consideration that there are other people involved besides this one person who's being so demanding. My request would be, and whatever that is for me, even if it's not an ongoing situation for you, but it's something that happens to you kind of here and there, having a prepared thing to say is very powerful. Because if you're anything like me, when you're in the moment, you freeze up. Well, I don't want to cause problems. Well, I don't want to be, I don't want to act like that person, right? I never want to be that person over there screaming and hollering to get her way. So, but how do I not go into passivity but be assertive and still ask for what I want? We can ask for what we want and need without being horrible about it. We could just simply be like, Yes, so I've actually been waiting for quite a while. Like if you're in line at a store, which is one of the places it happens to me. Um, can I please, you know, I'm just checking to see if that food's ready. As they're scrambling over here to deal with this person raging, right? We can still speak up. So this goes back into the video I did on assertiveness and what that looks like to come in the middle of those two energies. Either way, this really is kind of a follow-up to the call to action. And, and another level of looking at where we can turn complaint into request. So you got that, you got a situation that you're not happy with, first ask yourself, where have you done that? And then ask yourself, how can I show up here? How can I speak up? What conversations can I have that will be assertive that will still get me what is, you know, what is mine or what I've already paid for or what is, you know, respectful and do that in a way that is a win for everyone. Okay. Cause what I was doing was making sure it was a win for everyone else except for me. And guess what guys, what archetype is that? The martyr, the martyr. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's my default. And noticing that and shifting that has been extremely powerful. So how, what situation can you apply that to? And going back to the detailed one here about the squeaky wheel getting the grease, where are you doing that in your life? And maybe look at the people in your life who have been neglected because they're being more patient than the demanding person.
So this is kind of a two two for today. But this is something that's been on my mind for a while and I'm excited. I actually, by the way, ended up having a conversation with the person who was most involved in this and was able to very clearly communicate where I was with all of it. And it felt so good rather than just bitching to Gideon nonstop. All right. Try it. Let me know how it goes. I adore you guys. May your coffee be strong and your life be blessed.